Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening to you wherever you are. This is Reverend Esther R. Scott of New Birth Ministries wishing you victory, Yeshua, love, joy, peace, wit, wealth, success, patience, virtue, good health, money, mercy, grace, support, wisdom, positivity, abundance, prosperity, greatness, comfort, and relief. Church Online with me, Reverend Essie, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is for those who cannot attend the usual brick-and-mortar service who need to hear the word. Know that we're praying for you and for God to send you favor quickly. And remember that troubles don't last always. Amen? You have the victory, my friend. And check out our new website at revessie.org. God bless. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries, and I'm glad to see that you're on this morning alive and breathing and having another reason to thank the Lord. Amen. This is a new day, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us who will teach us everything that we need to know to make this day a joyous one, a happy one, and a successful day in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I see that the weather has changed up on us a little bit. And, you know, I had to turn my heat on just a tad because it was, as they say, slightly chilly this morning and yesterday morning as well. But you want to know something? There are some people who cannot say that. So let's keep people in prayer all around the world. There are people who are in need. There are people who cannot turn on the heat when it's chilly. And they cannot turn on the air conditioning when it's cold. And there are people who are living out in caverns, under bridges, and they need prayer. Amen? It's all about recognizing what God has done for us. Amen? God is good, always will be good, always was good. Hallelujah. And He deserves our praise. Amen. Before I start, let's open up with prayer. Because the Holy Spirit is our teacher, and He is my guide, and He speaks for me. So therefore, I want to invoke the Holy Spirit and invite Him. Father God, we bless You this day. Baruch Atah Adonai. We love You, Lord God. You are beautiful and magnificent. You are everything that we hoped that You would be, and then some. You are an outstanding God. There is no one like You. We thank you for being able to see and understand your word. We thank you for being able to experience your word in our lives and for answering our prayers when our prayers need to be answered. We thank you, Father God, for being there for us when nobody else would be there for us. You're an awesome God. You are a triune God. You are a three-part God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we thank you for allowing us to take part in the family of God and for being a part of the family of God. Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKadosh, use me today and cause me to teach others those things that you would have them to know. No Essie. Just all you. Hallelujah. And we're lifting up all the prayers that we've received from the last time we were together. 
all those that needed prayer. There are hurting people around this world. There are people who are losing loved ones every day. There are wars and rumors of wars, just like you said it was going to happen in your holy word. There are people around the world who don't have shoes on their feet or places to stay or food to eat, water to drink, no seeds to plant, and they need help. So we are praying, Lord, send help all around the world quickly, quickly, so that people can see that you are an existing God. You've always existed. You don't go by time. You don't go by clocks like we do. Let them see that their prayers have been answered. And bless the ones who help others. In your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. There are people all around the world that need help. Not just our own households, our own families, our own countries or states, right? There are people all around the world. There's some people that don't even eat breakfast like we do. We get up, right? We make bacon and eggs or whatever, toast and, you know, butter, cheese, coffee, tea, whatever. And there are some people who are digging in cricks. Well, creeks. I'm from the Pittsburgh area. <laughs> in western Pennsylvania, we say crick. Amen. They're digging in, in dirty water just trying to get something to drink or trying to catch a crawfish or something, something to eat. This really happens around the world. So let's keep everybody in prayer. Amen. I'll be speaking from 1 Corinthians chapter 2 today. If you want to turn your swords to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Amen. And it reads like this. It is about Paul being a model preacher. And he's writing to the Corinthians, and he starts out saying, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Now Paul is telling them that the whole time that I came to you and I preached the word to you, I gave a simple message. I didn't make it hard and complicated. It was simple. See, when we preach the word of God to people, we have to make it simple. And I believe I was on this uh, last week or week before last. But when you preach to somebody, preach simple so that people can understand it. Amen. And this is, now Paul was a very, very intelligent man. One of the most intelligent um, men of his time. Amen. And, uh, he is preaching a simple message. He's not trying to show how intelligent he is. He's not trying to show how much he's learned. Uh, have you ever talked to somebody about the Word of God and, and they talk to you like they're talking down to you and they're trying to show you how, inte how intelligent they are? And that's not what God wants us to do. And the thing about it is a lot of them that talk that way don't have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit to, quote-unquote, save their soul. <laughs> Amen. So we have to watch how people um, present themselves when they're talking about the Word of God. Amen. God uses humility. He uses humble people. The more simple a person talks and acts, the more simple that they look. Um, I'm talking about simplicity, not being silly. But I mean, you know, God uses the lowly. He uses people who feel like they're um, not as good as other people. He uses those people. Amen. 
because they, the humble want to please God and not man. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And in my speech, my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, see, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Wherever the Apostle Paul went, something happened. And you might have heard me say this before. As they say, and I was told this, all hell broke loose. Wherever the you, there, the Apostle Paul did not go anywhere where something strange didn't happen. That man had so much God in him that when he walked, demons fled. They flew. They just flew away. They left because they couldn't stay in the same place as the God that he had in his heart. Amen. And this is the same thing that should happen to us. If you know anybody, call themselves, you know, preaching the word of God and nothing ever happens and, and everything's peaceful and quiet and, and serene. They haven't had an experience with the most high God. They don't have the, the power of the Holy Spirit within them because they are getting along too good with the atmosphere <laughs> that they are in. Amen. Something should happen. Hallelujah. Amen. Just like I was watching um, Keenan Bridges. Okay, Pastor Keenan Bridges um, yesterday on Facebook, and he was even saying that, and I've noticed it with him and a pot, uh, uh, Tracy Cook and a few, a few of the other ones, um, Prophet Tracy Cook, and that when when the, when the preachers who have the Holy Spirit in them, the ones who have a personal relationship with God, when they speak, something happens. Either, either, and I thank God because it's it's been happening to me the last few years, and that is just all it is. The devil just giving me a sign that I'm doing something right. And, and Keenan Bridges was talking about how he he said that when I make these videos on on YouTube and on Facebook, he said I'm watching. He said I look, and I, he said I have a hundred percent signal with his phone. He has a hundred percent signal with his phone. Everything's fine. And he said he has no idea why his videos go out. <laughs> See what I mean? He says every, you know, and I've watched him. I've seen it. And, and it happens to, to Tracy Cook and a few other people as well. And you guys listening to this, some of you see what happens to me. Not that I'm boasting myself up, but this is how the enemy works. The prince of the power of the air. Uh, Keenan Bridges, I, I've watched him before where, you know, he'll start coughing. Like he was saying, I've watched one of his videos, I think from last night. He'll start coughing out of the blue and he has to stop and get himself together to finish talking. The devil's trying to choke him to keep him from telling the word. Keep him from saving somebody. Or his video will go out. His lips will be moving and you can't hear him talking. Amen. Or, or the the the, uh, the video just circles and circles and circles on on Facebook. You see a little circle in the middle, and it won't finish while he's talking. You you have to literally wait till he's done. Go back on Facebook and click it to watch to see what he said. The enemy is fighting God's true people from getting the word out. Amen. You could watch somebody preach and preach and preach and yell and scream and stomp and spit all you want to. They can do that all they want to. But if there are no signs, okay, and no miracles, if the power of God is not at work when they're speaking, something is wrong. And whenever you see some, look, I'm telling you now, when you see me or hear me preaching and something goes wrong, just start praying for me. Please, 
pray for me. And when you see it happen to other people, pray for them as well because the enemy is trying to block them, trying to hinder them. It is a hindering spirit that is trying to stop them from getting the word of God out. Amen. So don't just, I don't want anybody to just back off and say, oh, they always have problems. I don't know about them. I don't know about her. I don't know about him. No. Pray for them. Right. Pray for them. If they have Jesus in their heart and they're true children of the Most High God, true called by the Most High God, truly called by the Most High God, something's going to happen. <clears throat> Amen. Just like the, uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul was walking, and, and they, he, him and his, his uh, uh, friends were walking through the town one day, and, and this woman, she was, uh, I guess the people used her to tell future or something, a future teller, fortune teller, and she was walking through, and she said, these are the men of the Most High God. These are the men of the Most High God. Make way, make way for the men of the Most High God. And even though she was telling the truth, it was mockery. It was a spirit of mockery. They didn't need to be introduced by the devil. Amen? They didn't need to be introduced by, by a tarot card reader or whatever she, a fortune teller or whatever she was supposed to be. That was mockery. You have to be careful because a lot of times the devil will mock the person that you're listening to. And he will try to make them look like a fool. It's on purpose so that you will lose faith in them and God. And sometimes God. Amen. And he told her to shut up. He told them devils come up out of her and shut up. And they did. See? They didn't need anybody to introduce them. It's all mockery. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, it's all mockery. You have to be careful of that. So if you're listening to somebody and nothing's happening, it, I would think about finding somebody where there are signs. See, when people hear the word signs, they automatically think that, you know, um, somebody gets up and starts walking who is in a wheelchair. Okay, even though that's, that's part of it, it's a miracle. I'm talking about any kind of signs. If weird things happen, that is a sign from the Lord that God is there and the devil's mad. Amen. The demons, the demons are mad. They're trying to stir up strife and, and, and trouble for the speaker so that the speaker can't get the word of God out. I've had so many problems with my, uh, with my microphone and, and, and making sure I have the right. You guys don't know how, how, how much it takes to be able to do these things. You've got to make sure your microphone's right. You've got to make sure that your computer is, is connected to the proper microphone. You've got to make sure that, it, that your, the equipment that you're using is, is, is correct. I use iMovie and I use GarageBand a lot of times. And, and, and things are, if things aren't right, I've literally had my, my show go on. And it said, five, four, three, two, one. And whenever the lady says, blog, talk radio. Okay, right after she says that, and then after my, my intro plays, I've had times where I was using a raw mic or, or the mic wasn't connected in right or something just really strange happened and you couldn't hear me and I literally had to call back in to the station to be able to speak. You know, you guys don't know what we go through to get this word out. Amen. And that doesn't include the things I have to do when I do my videos. I learned how to do this stuff throughout all the years, but I'm doing it because I love the Lord and I want to get the word out. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And in verse 2 of chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, he goes on and says, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. When you listen to a preacher, they need to be preaching about Christ crucified. Not everything's everything and everything's going to be all right and just think positive and your life is going to be beautiful. No, they need to preach about Jesus. Even Revelation, there's a scripture in the book of Revelation that tells us that preaching about Jesus Christ is prophecy. Now, there's a lot of people who want to go around and call themselves prophets. If they're not preaching Christ Jesus, amen, him crucified, then they're not prophets of the Most High God. Now, they might be prophets, P-R-O-F-I-T-S, but they're not P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S's for sure. Amen. So we have to be very careful who we listen to. Look, this whole thing, this whole existence that we are experiencing here is about Jesus Christ right now. Amen. He has a better place for us. If we can't make it in the practice session, <laughs> we're not going to be able to make it in the real thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Just think of it this way. Your life here is a practice session for something greater. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he goes on to say, um, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And in other words, I was with you in the good and the bad. And he said, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom and a demonstration of the spirit and of power. As I said before, there should be a demonstration of some kind of spirit and power. Amen. Not human philosophy. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How are people supposed to believe that God is real if you're not showing them his power? If you can't do anything to show them that you are connected to God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is waiting for us to show people that we are connected to him. Amen. And if you don't take out time to talk to him, get to know him, read the word, talk to the Holy Spirit, speak in your holy tongue, you are not going to be able to demonstrate that to anyone else and they will see it. Amen. That your faith should not stand in wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to nothing. Not. N-O-U-G-H means nothing. In other words, all these smart people, all these people that are so wise, and they know the book, and they know things so much better than you do, <laughs> they're going to come to nothing, because that's not what the kingdom of, heaven, the kingdom of heaven is about. Amen. The kingdom of heaven is not about a whole bunch of people who are book smart. That's the Did you ever have a doctor? Um, I, I My children's doctors, I loved them when they were little because my children's doctors were not only book smart, but they were street smart as well. Like, for instance, when my children had some kind of, uh, uh, it, it, I guess, eczema or dermatitis or whatever, my one doctor told me, she said, you can put all that stuff on your children all you want to and spend all that money. She said, but the best thing for a child, she, she had just come back from a doctor's convention, I lied to you not, and this woman told me they found out that during, you know, they were um, researching this, and the doctors found out that the best thing for the human skin is Crisco. It's clean, believe it or not. Not butter-flavored Crisco. <laughs> no, not not butter-flavored Crisco, but they found out that Crisco is the best thing a person can use on their skin. So all of you people that made fun of those big families... 
back in high school that used Crisco for their skin, but they was clean and they were shiny. Okay, you owe somebody an apology. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so come to nothing. They, smart people come to nothing. Okay, uh, that's worldly wisdom. Spiritual maturity. Spiritual wisdom. The wisdom of God trumps um, worldly wisdom by an eternity. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not wisdom of this world, but are princes of this world that come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. That is God's preordained plan is called the mystery of Christ. God's wisdom is mysterious. You can't figure, you cannot take your flesh and try to figure out God's wisdom. You won't get anywhere. It's not going to work. It even tells us, my, my ways are not your ways, okay? My thoughts are not your thoughts, okay? So we have to have, we have to go through the Holy Spirit to understand the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Go through, the, the Holy Spirit will, re, uh, look, I even had a dream about it. Oh, a few years ago now. I'm getting older. I'm losing track of time. But I had a dream. And I think I wrote it in my Bible. I have it here somewhere. Where God said, um, it, it was like more like a vision dream, um, if you really want to know. Um, God told me, he said, I'm looking for what well, I'm trying to tell you. And God told me, he said, touch it and it will reveal itself to you. Amen. Amen. He said, touch it, and it will reveal itself to you. And he's talking about the Bible, his word, the word of God. Amen. I'll never forget that, and I'm trying to find it now. I just found it in the front of my Bible, and it was, it looks like the 26th of October, 1998. <laughs> so that was quite a while ago, guys. And it says, quote, unquote, touch the Bible and it will reveal itself unto you. And that an angel, okay, angel in my dream. And I will never forget that. Praise the Lord. That was uh, 26 October 1998. So touch it. Physically see it. You should physically read the Bible. And the Bible, will re how is the Bible going to reveal itself to you? Through the Holy Spirit of God. I had an angel show me that, and I will never forget it. And it's been happening ever since. Amen? How, that's the kind of wisdom you want. <laughs> you don't want worldly wisdom. Hallelujah. People with worldly wisdom, they're wise. They start making a lot of money. They have castles, beautiful homes, swimming pools, all kind of expensive cars uh, from across seas and all kind of caviar and expensive food. And they die and go straight to hell. Amen. They were famous on earth and died and went to hell because they left out God. They didn't want um, godly wisdom. They just wanted to make it. Isn't that what they say? I just want to make it. I want to be somebody. And a lot of them went straight to hell. Just like we, you heard me preach before about the rich man and Lazarus. Lazarus died and the Bible says he was carried to Abraham's bosom by an angel. And then it says and the rich man died. 
It just nothing else. Dude just died. The rich man died, and he obviously went to hell because the Bible says. And then he looked up, took his eyes and looked up, and asked Abraham to touch his finger in some water, give him some water because it was hot down there where he was at. Okay, you don't want to be like that. Don't go to hell. Amen. Accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. This is not a joke. Amen. Accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Pass the practice. And you'll be you'll win the trophy. That's why I'm gonna tell some of you listening to this. Pass practice, pass the practice, amen. And you'll win the trophy. You can't lose. And the only way to pass the practice that we are living right now down here on this earth is to accept God's son. God said he was his son. Who are we to tell God he's a liar? Who are, there are people right now telling God that's not your son? You expect for us to believe that mess. Jesus Christ isn't the, isn't of, uh, the son of, of God. He was just a man. He was just a, a preacher, a smart preacher. <laughs> you better quit thinking that way. Hallelujah, you better quit thinking that way. Amen. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Things about God are mysterious. You've got to go through Him. You've got to go through the Holy Spirit to understand. You know, the disciples even asked Jesus. They said, they said, Why do Master, why do you always speak in parables to people? And he and he told them, he said, because they wouldn't understand me if I spoke to them the way that I speak to you. Your eyes have seen things that other people wish they could see. And he told them, he said, they wouldn't understand. I have to speak easy to them. I have to speak plainly to them because they wouldn't understand it if I gave it to them any other way. Amen. Because the people didn't have the spirit of God in them. They didn't understand it yet. Amen. God will give you time. God will give you time, but he's not going to wait forever for you to make up your mind to believe in him. Amen. He goes, which none of the princes of this world knew, for they, had they known it, he said, they would not have crucified Jesus. Uh-oh. Wait, hold up. Wait, wait. You mean to tell me that there's something that the princes of this world, the presidents... And in the high people, people in high places, you mean to tell me that there's something that God knows that they don't know? Because if they knew, they would have never crucified Jesus. Think about it. If the devil knew what Jesus was doing, this is good, thank you, Lord. If the devil knew and his people, if they all knew what Jesus was doing, do you think they would kill Jesus on a cross? Do you think they would, well, put Jesus on a cross? Amen. Jesus said, no, man, take my life. I give it. I give it up. <laughs> you know, don't try to take credit for that. I gave it up for my people. Amen. Do you think the devil would allow them to hammer nails through his hands and his feet on a cross and suffocate for the love of mankind? I think not. Amen. Amen. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I has not seen, I love that, and ear has not heard, neither has it entered into anybody's heart the things that God has prepared for them that trust and love him and follow him and love his son. Amen. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. Not by book, amen, not by notebooks, not by, uh, what is it? Galaxy S10s, <laughs> not by iPhones, 
not by iMacs, not by the other computers or whatever is around the world, but by his spirit. The Holy Spirit has computers trumped by an eternity. It, no computer in this world, the, 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 the Illuminati and all these other crazy God-hating, uh, whatever they are, companies, whatever around the world, have nothing on the wisdom of God. They have nothing on the Holy Spirit of the Most High God. You can build a computer all you want to. That computer is not going to do anything but burn up whenever, whenever God starts burning up the elements like it says in Peter. All the elements are going to burn up. The computer. Oh, you know what? I'm done. I I can't. <laughs> they say I can't. The computers are going to burn up. Amen. And now I saw where Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook has this computer now where you could wake up and live in it for eight hours if you want to, whatever, and come back home. And but you're literally living in this computer, and it says that you'll be able to touch things and feel things. Guys, I'm telling you, they're working on some crazy mess. They're working on some stuff. Nothing against him. He's, he's, he's an intelligent man. And I'm sure he means no, at least I hope he doesn't mean any harm. But they're working on some stuff. And have you heard of Project Bluebeam? There's something called Project Bluebeam where the governments of the world are going are making this big computer to fight against Jesus when he comes back. And they say you could you could beam. They can be in fact that's part of what Mark Zuckerberg is doing, I think. They're beaming something in the sky to make it look like Jesus, to make it look like entities or people or whatever. I'm telling you guys, you better get on the ball. Get on the ball with this, okay? Pass the test. That's all I'm asking you. Pass the test because they're working on it. I've been telling people about CERN, C-E-R-N. Look it up. Just go go on Google and, and type in capital C, capital E, capital R, capital M, N, as in Nancy. It is a machine that allegedly brings demons back to us, to our existence from the underworld. You look up CERN. Uh, look up, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a HARP, H, well, these are all capitals, capital H-A-A-R-P. Look up HARP. Look this stuff up for yourself. You could use their engines to find out their business. Now, this is how dumb the world is. You could use their engines to find out their business. Amen? But God has revealed to them by the Spirit the things which searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man's except the spirit of a man which is in him. Even so the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. He's saying if man, the Spirit of man knows things about man, the Spirit of man don't know nothing about God. You've got to go through the Spirit of God to know things about God. There's two different spirits here. Which one are we operating on? Either you're either you're working on the you're operating on the the the, uh, um, the spirit of man, which is it, it's uh, only goes so far and gonna burn up, or you're gonna operate on the spirit of God, which is gonna take you to heaven one day. and You'll be able to see the crystal waters around God's throne. I want to see the angels. I want to see his crystal waters. I want to see the turquoise and the jasper and, the, and the, the blues and the greens and the yellows and the pinks and the reds. I want to see it. No, I'm going to see it. Are you? Can you say that? Are you going to say that? Say, I'm going to see it. Say that as a child of God. Say, I'm going to see God's beauty. 
soon. Amen. And that's not talking about dying. Everybody's not going to die. Everybody's not going to be dead when Jesus comes back. Amen. I believe a lot of us are going to see him come back. We're going to see his feet part. As old people used to say, his feet part in that eastern sky. <laughs> Amen. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. And this is what happens when you get saved. God takes you from the spirit of the world, all that simpleness, and gives and takes you to the spirit of God. He gives you his spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. When you're in the spirit of man, you are not going to get free stuff from God. Uh, let me tell you, you got to accept his son, Jesus Christ, if you want the freebies. <laughs> Amen. You want some freebies? Accept his son. Amen. Hallelujah. Which things also we speak not in the world's, uh, the words which man's wisdom teaches, but with uh, which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual Okay, you can go to Yale, you can go to all them big colleges and stuff, USC, you can go to all them big colleges all you want to, it still doesn't mean you're going to heaven. It doesn't mean you're going. To, you're not instantly going to heaven just because you're smart and made straight A's. Mm. And half of the people, the straight, A, the straight A's they made, there was some things they had to do to get those A's too, okay? We won't get into that. Verse 14 says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for their foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they're spiritually discerned. People who walk in the flesh cannot understand anything in the Spirit. This is why they, they, they have ghost stories on TV, and they have you know uh, all these weird, crazy, haunted stories on TV, because that's all the world knows. Is that fleshly stuff. That's all they know. They don't understand, you know, how angels, our angels from heaven are fighting for us. Our angels are winning battles. Our, your angels are delivering things to you. Things that you asked God for a long time ago, I, I decree and declare right now in Jesus' mighty matchless name that they will begin to come to you right now at the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. May so many good things drop down around you, you'll have to give some away. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How it said, and then I'll end this by saying, but he that is spiritual judges all things. You want to judge everybody? You want to judge everything? Get spiritual. Accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Sit high and look low. Amen. As the Bible says, come out from among them. <laughs> Yet he himself is judged of no man. Nobody's good enough to judge Jesus. Just can't do it. He created judges. How's he going to let you judge him? <laughs> Amen. For who, and the last verse says, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. We have the mind of Christ. The flesh. Those in the flesh cannot judge you, my friend. Are you saved? If you're not saved, you can be judged. Christians can judge. It's biblical. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, just repeat this, Romans 10, 9, and just say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins. I accept you as my Savior. I do believe that you died just for me and rose back three days later. And came back alive. Because you love me. Thank you Jesus. 
for what you did just for me. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah amen. If you just said that, God bless you and welcome to the family of God. Now go find yourself a Bible-believing church. I always say a Bible-believing, tongue-talking. Find a church that allows you to talk in tongues and possibly play a, a, a tambourine or so when you get happy. <laughs> okay? You know, go to a church that, that has the joy of the Holy Ghost in them. Amen? You know, like me, I tithe. Okay? I tithe on every every tithe that I get, I tithe on that tithe. And I give and I donate. And, and I, I'm tithing to um, ministries. I, I, I plant my seeds and tithe to ministries that have joy. They're just joyous, and they make people happy, and they make people cry out of not just, you know, um, repentance, but they make people cry also out of laughter. And I love ministries. I'm attracted to ministries that make people happy. Amen. Are you? Find yourself some ministries where they make people happy, and they show a lot of love, and they just act like the devil can't get them. I love those kind of ministries. They just find a ministry where they just act like the devil can't get them. Amen. Hallelujah. I love you. God bless you. And I truly, truly love all of you. But God loves you more. Amen. Hallelujah. And before I go, I wanted to ask if you could um, support my ministry. And the easiest way to do it is, um, you, if, for those who do Cash App, you can go uh, dollar sign Esther R. Scott. Okay, that's E-S-T-H-E-R. R S C O T T, or you can go to PayPal. You can go to PayPal under um, uh, Rev S C is www.paypal.me forward slash Rev S C. Okay, or you can also get me on, um, on my podcast. I have, I love my podcast, Rev S C. Okay, R E V E S S I E. It, it's www.anchor.com. FM forward slash Rev forward slash again support. And I would appreciate it. And your donations will con- help me to continue to get the word of God all around the world. And if you need a receipt, a tax receipt, just let me know. And I'll be glad to send you one. Hallelujah. You know God's going to take care of you. When you take care of us, he takes care of you. Hallelujah. You know why? Because we're awesome. Because all of us were the family of God and we got it like that. Amen. Praise God Almighty. God bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Give you his grace and his mercy and his peace. And all of Israel will be saved and blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Pray for Israel, guys. You know, Jesus told us to pray for Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. He didn't give us a date. He just said, pray for Israel. Hallelujah. So pray for Israel and all those grafted in and you can't miss. Hallelujah. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you.